0: Good morning, everybody. It's Michelle here on God Pod and I wanted to say Happy Easter. Today is Sunday, April 4th, and it is a beautiful day where I am, a beautiful day to celebrate Easter Sunday. Uh, this is a day that we celebrate the risen Savior, Jesus Christ. He died and then rose again three days later, and that is documented Uh, in the Bible and documented by people that saw him after he rose from the dead. And um, I'm so grateful for Jesus, uh, what he's done in my life, what he can do in your life. If you have not received him, you need to receive him. Your life will change um, and be transformed like you would never believe. Um, But so I wanted to say happy Easter, no matter how you're celebrating. I hope you're having a lovely day and um, I welcome you to this episode uh, as you know, I have been um, doing a parenting series, um, and you can go back through some of my episodes and find there's one on breastfeeding, um, there's one on what, you know, before you even have your baby, while you're pregnant. And so I'm trying to go through in order the stages and give the best advice and uh, truths and honesty about Having being a parent and having children that I can do. And so um, I'm going to move into the part where you've brought your baby home, you're breastfeeding, you know, you're tired, you're healing. Um, and, you know, the first three months of your baby's life are just going to be getting to know your new, new child um, and kind of your, really the whole thing is just feeding them, diapering them, and letting them sleep. The first three months, that's all they do. They cry when they're hungry. They cry when they need a diaper change. Um, And you just kind of follow the lead of the baby. Um, But one thing I really want to make clear and highly emphasize is when you have a baby in these first three months, you want to start to develop uh, routine routine will set you up for success in so many areas as a parent, and what I mean by that is babies um, you may think, Oh, how do I set up a routine? They kind of are babies are so chaotic and they sort of call the shots, yes, they do for a time, but you can begin to teach your baby um, one that you are the one that sets the the tone you 're the one that sets the boundaries um And you're the one that's going to teach them how to eventually uh, be self-sufficient and independent. And because there's so many mothers, people that don't know how to, like they've let their baby sleep in their bed for a time, but they don't know how to stop doing that. They've got a six, seven-year-old in their bed in between them and their husband. And in my opinion, I don't think that's okay. I think that that disrupts the marriage bed I think it disrupts um, the relationship between the mother and the father you know, if they want to make love or have anything like that you've got a child in the bed who is it's kind of taken over and I don't mean to sound unloving I, I just think that um, you know those kind of things that you're not able to break a habit that you should be breaking you can begin to set those tones early early on and you should and so that's what I mean by routine So there is a time period where you have your little infant in your bed. uh, And that's in this first three months, typically. Um, And you can go longer than that if you wanted. But eventually, you want to design an atmosphere where your baby learns to fall asleep on its own and not needing the help of a a pacifier or needing the help of you breastfeeding it to sleep or things like that. Because babies, they're, they're smarter than you think. Uh, we tend to think they don't know what's going on. We tend to think, oh, how, you know, no, they're not trying to train us. Well, they kind of do know how to do that. And they do it, um, and it's a, it's just a natural instinct. They do it by, um, if they cry enough and then there's a reward for the crying, they begin to realize that works. Um, and it's not necessarily that they're cognitively thinking that, um, you know, front forward. They're... It becomes an instinct. And, um, you know, the instinct, uh, if it's paid off, they keep doing that. And so you want to make sure that you're setting your children up for a healthy mindset in order to be able to be self sufficient, be able to do things on their own. And it can start in the infancy, believe it or not. It's really powerful. So, what I wanted to say though, in these first three months, you have to allow yourself to heal and to just rest because you're going to be very tired from all of <clears throat> what it took to birth the baby. And now you're going to lose you know, about 50% of your sleep when this baby comes home because babies wake up every two hours. Every two hours, they're going to wake up and need to be fed, maybe three if you're lucky. And so that's very disruptive and you're going to be very tired. But But believe it or not, Uh, as women we we are tough and we have a lot of we were made to have babies and we just work through it so um, but just expect to allow yourself to just sort of roll with the punches feed the baby when it needs to be fed um, diaper the baby when the baby needs to be diapered you know and go through those things allow people to help you Um, but also I wanted to just touch on this and I'm going to go into another episode at some point on postpartum depression because I actually went through it quite seriously. You also with all the hormone upheaval going on, you can expect to have um really rough days, really sad days, um not sure why you're feeling the way you're feeling, um and And being tired, it can exasperate that that feeling, and the reason that happens is because of the hormones. It doesn't mean you're changing permanently; it doesn't mean it won't go away it just know that it's okay and that that's very normal um, They do call these things baby blues, so baby blues only last for about two weeks and it's kind of it's kind of this emotional roller coaster that you could go on that um, that's not too horrific and so if you're going through that just know it's normal let it let it go let people help you um do what you need to do but if you continue to feel not yourself longer than 2 or 3 weeks and it's getting worse and worse and you're feeling really down and you you can't get out of it and you're feeling maybe even highly anxious and all of that, then you need to be aware that you could be going into a deeper, you know, some people just don't handle the hormone upheaval the way others do. And some people don't even have uh, such a reaction to it such as I did, which I will talk about in another podcast. But um, be aware that, you are going to have a ride of emotions. Some people are more stable. It, it, it doesn't bother them. But I think you will. Most women do go through some emotional ups and downs because their body is trying to get back to a state of um, stable hormones. And so be aware of that. And, and it's okay. Allow it. Don't be afraid of that. Don't think something's wrong with you. You're fine. Um, I think getting a lot of rest will help you. Um but anyway, so you can expect in the first 3 months let a lot less sleep. Um the baby will be uh kind of sh- calling the shots for a short time. All the time you just sort of have to feed them on demand. But eventually as the baby gets a little older and around 4 months they begin you can introduce solid food to a baby. You will begin to realize that you can remove the baby from your room and put them in their own crib and this is a really great move because it separates the baby from the parent not in a bad way but in a way that it allows them because babies know when mom's near they can hear their voice they can smell them they know your smell and that can keep a baby awake or wake them up earlier than they normally would if you weren't around or nearby so putting the baby in its own room around maybe three months two months whatever whatever you think works um. Is okay and also it begins to teach them to self self-soothe which means this some people are so against this but I it worked for me it's not mean eventually your baby is going to need to fall asleep on its own and you will want that because otherwise you spend hours trying to get this baby to go to sleep based on a pacifier based on a bottle feeding and they won't go to sleep for five different times because They keep waking you up because they can't fall asleep on their own because you have to keep going in and breastfeeding them back to sleep. It's a nightmare. It's very healthy for a baby to learn how to close its eyes and fall asleep. We all have to do it as adults. So why not learn and introduce this to babies so that um, it works? And, And it does. And I'm not saying being mean, but there's, and you can introduce it in intervals. But like for me... When my child was a couple months old, I could hear everything they did. They were right next to me. They gurgled. They made babies make noise in their sleep and they're not awake. And so I would think my babies were awake and I would get zero sleep. So I had to move my children into cribs pretty much about six. To eight weeks when they were six to eight weeks old two months old it was the only way I could actually function because I couldn't hear them in there and then when they actually fully woke up that's when I would hear them cry, and I would go get them and bring them in and nurse them so for me that's what I needed to do and they would sleep longer because I wasn't nearby so we they would sleep a full four hours rather than maybe two two and a half waking up because they thought they needed mommy or they thought they smelled mommy and 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 then it was all just it was crazy so uh you need we can begin to it uh develop good habits in providing a routine and eventually the routine really takes place in nap time babies need naps like you wouldn't believe and if your baby doesn't get a solid nap the baby is a nightmare and you have to remember the nap time for a baby is like food for any human they need sleep they're growing at such a rapid rate uh, that that the body needs to fall asleep to keep up with the growth and and sleeping is when growing is is really done well. When we deprive a baby of that by by keeping them up too long or keeping them out too late with too much outside noise and all that and they're not in their crib where they need to be, It's very, it's very, it's very stressful for a baby. And I had a lot of friends that just didn't respect the nap time routine. And they just pulled those babies around in strollers all day at the zoo or this, that, and the other. And, 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 and I would say, I have to go home. I need to put my baby in its crib. It needs a solid two hour nap. And it's not going to get a good nap at the, the busy loud zoo in a stroller. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It's, it's, I really respected the routine. And it worked really well. Because then your baby has a, it wakes up, it's fully rested, It's your baby will be happier, you'll be happier, You can, and the baby expects the routine. And guess what? You'll get a better nap out of it. You can expect, you know your baby will sleep two hours. So you have that two hours to either sleep yourself or do something else. Do some dishes, some laundry, whatever it is you need to do. And um, if you don't develop that routine, you will not get satisfactory naps out of your baby. You'll you'll go, oh my gosh, your baby woke up after 30 minutes. That's it? Yeah, because you're not setting this routine. The baby even looks forward and acclimates to the routine. And then its sleep pattern acclimates. And so when you put it down, you know you can get the two hours, two and a half hours out of this nap because the baby is used to that and needs it. So routine, I cannot stress it. It is it is a godsend to you if you will set up a routine and you start doing it when they're little. You don't wait until they're five. Once they're five, anyway, a routine is golden. So those things are really great. Um, Again, I don't, if if you are feeling kind of weird and sad and, and, um, you know, down, don't get too afraid. That's okay, that happens. If it goes on too long, then you may want to talk to your doctor or your midwife or whomever and um, see if there's anything that can help you. Um, I am going to go into it in very great detail and I'm going to be really, really honest and real. So that'll be maybe next weekend's podcast because it bega- I began to feel the symptoms of it right away <laughs> and I didn't understand what was happening. So um, don't worry, I'm there for you on that if you're dealing with that. But right now, uh, I wanted to just say the first three months, let yourself rest. Uh, Let the baby feed whenever it needs to. Breastfeed if you can. I'm a breastfeed, you know, I cheer on the breastfeeders. If you can't and you need to go to formula, that's okay too, honestly. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But be aware of of how you're feeling um, and start making a routine. If you can start to develop that routine for that baby. It will pay off for you and for the baby. Everything will be really nice and neat. And, um, and babies like to be able to expect something. They need, they, they like boundaries. They do better with boundaries, not just no boundaries, no routine. No, you know, they, they really do. And I found that in my own life. So I encourage you, if you've had your baby, enjoy the time. It goes very fast. Um, Get plenty of rest. And uh, I'll look forward to next week when we talk about postpartum depression. Have a great day. Happy Easter.